Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 145. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. And Terry. Hey, everybody. We've got Ian. Hey! Is that your thing now? Hey! That's my thing tonight. <laughs> and the dumbass himself. Coming to you freshly squeezed from Concentrate. Who is that, Dirty? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll discuss. Tell me more. <laughs> From concentrate, huh? <laughs> Have you been rehydrated? You oh, I'm concentrating very hard. <laughs> How is everybody squeeze, doing? Squeeze, squeeze, <laughs> squeeze, squeeze. Not as good as dumbass, I guess. Apparently, he's he's doing quite well. Except for I, I'm pretty sure I know that what he's referring to. He's doing his Kegel exercises. Ooh. <laughs> I am. I'm doing them right now. <laughs> doing right. Well, you know what? That's what's nice about them is that you could do them stealthily, <laughs> unless you're really intense about it. <laughs> if you're making a lot of noise and stuff, people people don't know, right? <laughs> I was just wondering what kind of face I just make like, when I kegel. So, tell me a little bit more about. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you do your kegel exercises with a barbell? <laughs> there are those available Ooh, i've heard about those <laughs> boy but i i'm recording on my laptop and of course i have all these wonderful extra sounds that i don't have turned off <laughs> sorry about that all right well very good how is everybody doing this evening doing all right yeah all right. Today, yeah today is doctor who day 52nd anniversary of the first journey of doctor who yeah it's my mom's birthday happy birthday <laughs> brian's mom it, Happy birthday, Doctor Who. <laughs> I like the Doctor Who episodes, although the one a couple episodes ago I thought was the silliest premise, even for Doctor Who. Was it the sleep it was, one? Yes, yeah. the sleep one. The basically evolved eye gunk monsters. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, really? I don't know anyone that was impressed with that episode. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. It sounds like it. I'm behind. I haven't watched this season of Doctor Who at all. I'm way behind. River Song's coming back for the um, Christmas special this year. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. So River and the New Doctor. Yep. Interesting. Okay, good. All right. Well, is there anything else? I, I discovered that uh, deer mice are actually a lot more active in the fall after they shed their antlers. In the spring, they mainly just uh, you know butt heads with other deer mice trying to impress the doe mice. So let me guess, you've got some mice in the house? Yeah, we're dealing with mice. We are we actually we are dealing with mice this year as well, oddly enough. Yeah, they're they're I, I caught seven on a path trying to get to Tango's cage last night, so Ugh. that makes me very unhappy. I caught I had to change mouse traps like three times in the night last night. Wow. you got that okay, we're not catching that many. Yeah. Do you use the old-fashioned snap mouse traps or the more humane ones? We've tried the humane ones. We've tried the snap mouse traps, and we've we've uh, the only thing that actually worked was the hideously barbaric glue traps. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. But it's a safety these issue are, for Tango at this. It's point. a safety issue for Tango. Yeah. But they're they these are these are freaking uber mice. We tried uh, we tried the mercy traps. We tried the snap traps, and they, they ignore them. They, they'll walk up to them, sniff them, and walk around them. 
Yeah, uh-huh. I've, we've seen that too. Yeah. We tried repellents. Um, we've tried, you know, blocking the holes. It's an old house. Yeah. Are they genetically modified mice? <laughs> I believe so. There is one white one with a particularly bulging forehead that I've seen that walks on two feet. And the tall, thin one that walks along with him, I think that the, the little white one is the ringleader. Ah, really? Oh. And uh, what are we going to do tonight, Brain? Let, let's do, let's I, just I, pretend I, like we don't understand his reference. Oh, okay. That's a good idea, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what we're going to do tonight, Brain. The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to ignore Max references. It's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, moving on, right? Yep. I mean, can we masturbate after that? I think we can. Challenge accepted. (laughs) It's time. (laughs) That's right. It's time for the masturbation moment. The Amateur Skeptics present... Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. All right, so what do we, we have? We have a site with twenty-eight masturbating women. Okay, okay, correction, twenty-seven. What twenty-seven? It's a correction. One of those women, actually, two of them, I think, um, said two they, of them. Yeah, oh, that they didn't masturbate. Okay. This Although, is, I, I got to say this, though. It sounds like a circus act. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. See the 28 <laughs> masturbating women. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How much is this act? Uh, I, I, I got to see this act. I... <laughs> uh, well, there's a two-drink minimum. Oh. I think we could handle that. <laughs> So the article itself is actually um, talking to 28 different women about what um, internet sites they masturbate. Are they all crammed into a clown car? (laughs) That's a fetish all by itself. That's Uh, my nightmare right there. Oh, my God. Women crammed into a clown car masturbating? Clowns, claustrophobic contact with other people. What what is it it when you have the fear, fear of clowns? What is that called? There is a video oh, that you do not want to see. It's a, it's a <laughs> Japanese video about naked women. Uh, it's a contest. How many naked women can you stuff into a phone booth? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the answer to that question, Brian, is chorophobia. Chorophobia. And uh, what it, it's C-O-U-L-R-O-phobia. Chorophobia. And, and what if you have a fear of masturbating clowns? I have no idea what that would be. I think it's the same thing, right? <laughs> no. uh, all right. Well, if we haven't ruined your segment, Ian, go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, this is kind of normal for us, so I'm not too <laughs> Anyway, so the site goes through the women and they um, tell what sites they go to to find stuff to masturbate to, and then they explain why. And one of the things I really like is most of the women talk about variety. That that's a common thing. You know, there's a lot of options to choose from, a lot of variety. Uh, some of them even talk, you know, bo- lots of body types, real people. You know, basically one of the things you get out of is women like variety in what they're seeing. Except for number five and 56. Okay, so they, <laughs> wait. They're the ones that say they don't do online stimulus. What sites do you masturbate to? None. Why do you like it slash them? No online stimulus, thank you. I mean, I think that's a reason for disqualifying her, right? <laughs> Just take her off the list. <laughs> Well, she gets to represent the people who don't, though. Like we, yeah. right? 
Yeah, I, I think it's legitimate to have people that say, hey, listen, that's not my thing in there. No, what it is is boring. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I admit that, but still, it's legitimate to have people say, hey, that's not my thing, sure. and say, okay, that that's part of the data we collected. This picture that goes along with number nine looks like Macaulay Culkin in a wig masturbating. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Am I wrong? Now I see it. I, I don't think I would have seen it if you hadn't said that, but yeah. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I can't, can't unsee that. that now. I can't unsee. I know. Oh man. <sighs> of course. Oh, the, the one. The comments below it. She's talking about uporn and momtriplex.com, and um, the reason she likes momtriplex.com is they look like me and are often being fucked by age-appropriate men. See, that was making me think I need to go check out momtriplex.com. Uh, yeah. Age-appropriate. That's boring. U-porn <laughs> <laughs> is a huge winner on here. Yeah. Uh, that's a fairly common one. A couple of people said it was because it's normal people doing it. It's hmm. not, you know, it's people who look who look normal. Ex-hamster. Tumblr. Tumblr is like, you know, I, I think the only thing they have there is porn blogs. Number 10, her name almost sounds dirty. Flavia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's you porn. Easy to find more real people. So do they have a lot more amateur stuff, maybe? I don't know. All right. uh, here's one for Literotica, I see. That's, that's on here a lot, too. That's a big winner. Yeah, yeah there are a few of those. Yeah. Although I, I have to say Literotica lately has become really, really poor grammar, probably written by non- non-native English speakers. And I have a hard time reading stories that have very poor grammar. Well, there's so much on there, though. There's got to be some gems. You know, I was I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about women's avert, like a couple of women who are averse to uh, whatever, online porn or visual. One of them said something about not liking visual stimulus, preferring uh, written stimulus. I thought, you know, sometimes the movie reel in your head is better than anything you can see. Yeah. yeah. I prefer... Sometimes, uh, sometimes it just depends on what mood you're in. Sure. Yeah, I prefer the um, erotic stories myself. I mean, especially since uh, a lot of the uh, porn, I mean, it, it's sexy and all, but it's kind of like pretty much all the same. You know, you want to get uh, scenarios and, and stuff, and it's hard to find the ones that you're really into, especially if you, if you don't uh, have, like, the really common uh, interests. So, Sure. What, yeah. was it that, uh, what was it that Bill Hicks used to call the – some of the porn movies was, I think it was Harry Bob and Man Harry Ass. Harry Bob movies. and Man Ass. <laughs> what is Did... Bill Nye doing in this picture? Uh, Bill what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know, I looked at that one, but the one that really disturbed me was the one for number 21. 21. So Bill, oh. Bill Nye is masturbating a balloon. <laughs> choking the chicken. He's choking the chicken. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although I think that's a rooster, to be fair. <laughs> He's choking his cock? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well. But basically, the article's good on showing women, you know, do like variety, and they can be quite kinky. And and it gave me a few extra sites to check out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you, if you need ideas to find porn, you know, look through, see their comments, say, hey, that sounds like my kind of thing. You know, the, uh, the one thing, I, I hope that this is becoming less stigmatized. I mean, yeah. that, that's, what, that's what we really want, is oh, yeah. we want to get to the point where this stuff, there isn't a stigma to masturbating. 
Or where it's not a news story that women masturbate. Right, yeah. exactly. Why is that a news? It is a news story, though. I mean, it's... I, I do know a few women still that don't um, have that actually, you know, have true issues with the idea of masturbating. You know, I, I do know of a couple, and I, I don't get it. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I get it. Why? I mean, it, it's a, I mean, it's sociological. It's, yeah. it's not. Oh, yeah, well, get where it came from, but right. I, Especially with the crowds I hang out with, it's interesting that it sticks around with some of them. It's like, no, these people, you know, the crowds I hang out with, the people I associate with, have no problem with it. And so to, to, when there's a few of them that sneak in there and actually still have issues, it's like, you know, that the people you are being friends with are all for it. The stigma it, behind this is yeah. so strong, though. It is. I, uh, As you guys know, I listen to a lot of ex-Mormon podcasts. And some of the people who have come out of that culture, some of the guys say it say things like, well, I didn't masturbate till I was like in my 20s, you know, because they were so f- afraid. They were so indoctrinated with fear that they just were terrified of the results if they ever did that. When you were a Mormon, was that an issue for you? Uh, I thought I was bad and dirty for having um, sexual feelings well, because... You were dirty, but in a good way. Right. But I thought it, was, <laughs> I thought it meant that I was, um, something was wrong with me because I didn't think girls were supposed to feel that way. You know, I, I take issue with the with the whole idea of calling it dirty in the first place. Um, I understand where Ian's coming from, but right. but that's part of the stigma that's placed yeah. on it. Oh, no, it's, it's dirty down there. That's where douching came from. The, you know that that stupid idea because women are so dirty. <laughs> so, you, know, you ever I have totally that agree. not so fresh feeling? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I totally agree. It's dirty in a good way. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, you're right because you know we. I was raised to think that um, women's bodies were gross. Right. It, They're not. Women's They're bodies not. are quite nope. nice. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's men's bodies that are gross. Hey, why don't we go around and tell everybody what our favorite uh, sex websites are? <laughs> there you go. Well, I've I used don't... YouPorn and X Hamster and Tumblr. <laughs> I like Pornhub, and I like uh, I like the the written erotica too. I like that I do better. Too. Yeah, some of that. But man, you've really got to search for good stuff. I agree with Mac True. that there's just a lot of duds on there. Yep. yep. Yeah. I kind of like uh, for videos, I've been kind of liking Nude Vista and uh, and Motherless.com. You so you have been to Motherless? I saw Motherless. What the hell is Motherless? Well, it's 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 called Motherless because go ahead, she isn't watching. Okay. Okay. Yes. I That's the for, I just I usually search for keywords uh, for stories on the Alt Sex Stories Text Repository. Mm, okay. Yeah, I haven't spent much time on FetLife, but that was one that came up here, right? Was it FetLife or was it? FetLife was mentioned. Yes. Yeah. I want to check out whatever that Mom's Triple X thing was too. And where do you go, Terry? Well, the, I just said I like oh, yeah. uh, Pornhub Porn and right, written. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Ian. Uh, I don't have any one particular thing. You know, whatever I'm in the mood for, I just start looking. It, yeah. Do an image search on Google for anything you're looking for. Yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah. what I do. Whatever I'm in the mood for, I Google it. And, oh, hey, that works. And, you know, the other thing is that for me, like, you know, uh, my, my, I mean, my my wife knows damn good and well that I look at porn. And, and it's never an issue. Never been an issue. And she reads Literatica. Okay. <laughs> But I think for but some couples get into this weird place where you know I mean it's a, it's you you this idea that you know masturbating is cheating that yeah. makes no sense. I, no. Well, I agree with you, but I mean it is something that I've heard, 
Yeah, I guess uh, some some women may like uh, there. There's a whole like hang up of it, and some women or even men might feel that their partner should devote all of their sexual energy to them. Maybe. Yeah, right. I think yeah. there's a level of that. Yeah. yeah. In my experience, it's the partners that have the problem are generally the ones that they themselves have issues with being sexual as it is, and so the idea of their partners being sexual without them bothers them greatly. Sure. Or they might feel like they're not good enough if you have to like look at porn to or whatever, you know. Some insecurity issues too, sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you guys uh, aware that there's ads on Facebook? What? Yes. What? what? No what? ads. <laughs> I only see uh, regular Facebook posts <laughs> that they recommend to me for because they think that I might be interested. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me there's ads on Google. Google is an advertising company. <laughs> and on the side, they do search. <laughs> you know, how much of Facebook is porn? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. It's not, it's not traditional uh, porn by the traditional, by the traditional, uh, traditional meaning, but it is designed. It's like empty stuff designed to elicit an emotional response. So much of it is just like there's dog porn and soldier porn and oh yeah what it, what okay, is traditional I, porn is that like woodcuts yes <laughs> <laughs> yes it is <laughs> so Facebook is censoring an ad um, for a women's health project a pro- product uh, this product is uh, designed to uh, help women uh, strengthen their kegel muscles. Which can do a couple of things. I mean, strength, of course, one of the things that it is good for is for better sex, but can also keep somebody from uh, pissing their pants when they cough by having strengthened Kegel muscles. And, and there's a lot of benefits that, that you get from strengthening your Kegel muscles, uh, bowel control being, being one of them. And uh, they, I thought there was a list of some other things on here. Maybe I'll do a Huckabee list. Sex. Bladder control, sex, <laughs> bladder control, sex. Five things. Orgasm. Orgasm. Right. Well, sex, right? So, but they, they, there's a list of things that they do. Now, Google is saying that the, because, uh, some of the, the links that they link to are for vibrators and stuff like that, which are adult things. Um, that, that's why they're rejecting them. And they, they have a, a list of things that they're rejecting them for, which is interesting until you start looking around at what they do allow. And one of the things that they allow are condom ads. So one of the biggest manufacturers of condoms, Durex, and and I actually I bet that's a parent company. I'll bet so Trojan and some of these other brands probably go underneath it. Does sure. anybody know? Have you has anybody else heard of Durex? Nope. Nope. I'm googling it. Yeah. See. So I imagine that they there's other ads. So they so but they will allow these ads on there. And when you start looking at, at what they're doing, it looks like Facebook is being a little bit two-faced here. They are allowing some stuff that is sexual and not allowing others. I love the way that this Slate article starts. You can put a lot of things in your vagina, but only some of them can be advertised on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this product is called the Kegel. The, and they're not allowing that ad, but they are allowing the condom ads, that which attach to the lube and, and vibrating massagers. On, on a lot of uh, this stuff, we see we see them advertise sex toys advertised as novelties. And so I did find a, an article that talked a little bit about that. Apparently, um, if it is 
to become an actual medical device, it has to go through certain testing. If So if it doesn't meet those qualifications, then it's considered a novelty, which is a problem when you think of a sex toy because, I mean, it, it, when you think of a novelty, it's, it's, it's not something you're necessarily supposed to use. So I think that they get around certain restrictions that way. It's like a joke almost. Or yeah. like a right. Yeah, you, decoration. Yeah. Or, right. Yeah. Right. Here, here's this fake penis, and I bought this when I was going to buy the fake vomit. <laughs> There's some weird – This we, we stigmatize this stuff so much. But bottom line, Facebook is not exactly being um, – their guidelines seem to be flexible. Well, I think their guidelines are also community-driven. So it's entirely possible that it got that – ad, that ad got banned because – Somebody objected to it, whereas somebody didn't no, it never got through. It, it never got through onto the site. It was rejected okay. prior to that. But I still think a lot of this is community driven. Well, but why the condom ads? Why are those okay? Why are personal lube ads okay? But yet, because this they're device not for complained about. Because they're not for women. <clears throat> there you go. And that's see, that's kind of where I think it's going. Right there. Well, personal lube is for women. Well, that's true. It's personal lube is for everybody. Right. Yeah, but no. That's incorrect, Terry. <laughs> that is incorrect. Personal lube is only for one person. Now, that anybody I'm, can that use I'm doing, it. That I'm doing it wrong. No doubt. No, anybody, any can be, anybody can use it, but personal lube is only for one person. Uh, if it was for everybody, it'd be called every person lube. So it says that this article says that uh, they have rejected ads promoting sexual health nonprofit advocates for uh, for youths. Great American Condoms Company. Oh, no, wait. Campaign. Yeah, yeah, campaign. But based on the conditions, adult content. Uh, the ads were explicitly sexual, okay? Says so they were not explicitly sexual, but they contain phrases like safe sex. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. Facebook is its own entity. But I guess the, the, thing, the bottom line is here, I mean, number one, they, they're being a little hypocritical with what they're allowing, what they're not allowing. And, and I don't their guidelines are so clear. Um, well, and that. as a government-sponsored website, they should do exactly what – oh, wait. They're private. Yeah, they're private. No, yeah, you're exactly. right. They're, they're private. Oh, they oh, oh, they, oh, they can do – Well, if they're private, they can they can use whatever fucked up standards they want. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. And that that's true. They can do whatever the hell they want. But here's the thing is that we – once again, we go back to this idea that sex is so stigmatized that this stuff is an issue. Where it shouldn't be. This, and here's the other thing. I don't know enough about the device, but has it been through the F uh, – F, uh, what is it? F FDA, FDA or somebody who yeah. ever does medical device. Yeah, they, has it, it probably hasn't been certified in any way. Um, and it probably, I mean, if it's not dangerous, I mean, uh, but the, if they're, if they're going to sell it as a medical device, then it probably should go through that testing. I do kind of like the, like how they present it as like, it's like a Fitbit or whatever, you right. know, like, uh, I like that. That's yeah, it's cool. got an app that shows, that shows you how you're doing, so you, you, know, you use it, and, you know, and, and uh, yeah. Now, uh, dumbass, they don't yet make one for men. Oh. I'm not sure how that would work. I was just thinking that through, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, bottom line is that, for me, I think this is ridiculous. I mean, I think there is some stuff was like, I think there's a lot of people like, oh, I don't want my kids to see that. <laughs> don't their kids don't, see like yeah. Cialis commercials and condom <laughs> well, commercials yeah, there's the other thing. and well, tampon commercials? Aren't, and... aren't Facebook's, doesn't Facebook have age filters on their kids? Oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. That. They probably do have age filters. Well, you know, I think it would be kind of funny just to see a, a little girl. Daddy, I want to do Kegel exercises. <laughs> 
get me this Kegel thing. I don't know. They can do every, anything they want, but I just, I just thought it was kind of ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, agreed. I think you're right. It speaks to society's discomfort with this kind of stuff. Right. Maybe, yeah. even, maybe that's even more, more the takeaway here than even the fact that Facebook censored it is that it, it and it's funny. Well, one of these has, they, they have fuzzed out the actual device on one yeah. of these. And, well, the, the problem with this device in why it is dangerous is because doing Kegel exercises might actually make women enjoy sex. And that can't be, we can't have that. Yeah, if you have stronger orgasms or whatever they claim. I, I'm going to, I suspect that wasn't Facebook's main problem. I, I just think that they're not being clear with their rules. I mean, and you're right, they should be, I don't know. I don't but know. It, but it's a private company, so whatever. They, they can, can do whatever the hell they want. Yep. I already hate Facebook. That's the other thing. Is that that's the other that's the other thing is I think Facebook. I hate it. I hate Facebook. You hate you know, their. If they're gonna if they're gonna take the Kegel thing off there, block the kitten porn. <laughs> do you hate their um, corporate structure? Or I just kind of hate their... what the, what it's become. You know, I mean, it is such. I mean, they, I realize that they well, have to make money. Right. Okay, then Brian, if you hate what it's become. Then you you freaking hate people because people have been people are the ones who made it what it became. Okay, so you know I I use Facebook, but I, I'm kind of mystified by why it's so popular. It's a terribly constructed website. There, yeah, I mean I I'm not really seeing this stuff from my friends anymore. I don't know what the heck is in in it's my feed half the time. I don't know how they how they decide what's going to get in my feed and what's not. You know what? It's yeah. good. It's I manage Brian, the social Brian. Accept the friends that Facebook tells you you can have. Right. <laughs> I do some social media stuff for um, the bike shop, and it's it's kind of interesting because Facebook gets a we get a lot of hits on Facebook. I don't know. I'm with the, I'm with dumbass. I'm mystified. You know. <laughs> you know. I I use it to I use it to um, to put my blog posts out to my my family members and and acquaintances. I, I do some stuff on there besides that. I do a lot more Facebook since I got my tablet, just because the tablet happens to remind me that, hey, something happened on Facebook you might want to check out. It's kind know. of insidious that way. Maybe Facebook is right. Maybe they shouldn't advertise this on there. Maybe I mean, I, I don't know, I guess. I, I'd say if they're going to if they're gonna not advertise one thing, be consistent about it. Well, that's I that's kind of what I – I mean, that's the other problem, right? Because the condom ads and stuff that are, that are on there are definitely are, are definitely sexual. Where this is somewhere in between, right? I mean, I, but the problem the, – the, I think the main problem is that it goes into a vagina. Right, I agree. But so does a condom, or yeah. I guess not necessarily. You know, Brian, my problem with what you're saying right now, though, is that you're not doing nearly enough blaming the victim on this. <laughs> so maybe you should pick a different article where the, where the victim does get blamed. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, nice that, segue. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is a nice segue. Yeah, I guess, you know, because I, 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 I jumped right over that, didn't I? So, uh, Ian. You did. I, well, I make sure we went back. Yeah, but this kind See, of. Now, now what we've got to do is completely ignore that and skip over this completely so that the, uh, the listeners are completely confused about why he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just skip the article entirely. <laughs> All right. 
I'll be. I will say that what we did kind of flowed well enough, right? Yeah. One right into the other. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so let's 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 do let's do more blaming the victim, and why shouldn't we? And if we're gonna blame a victim, we should start with a Christian pastor. <laughs> yeah. So our jackassery of the week is Christian pastor Stephen Anderson. Basically, um, I'm, I'm sure everyone's familiar with the tragic events that happened in Paris this last week. Um. Well, my landlord was actually over there. We had to, we messaged him to find out if he was all right, but they weren't near the sites. But it was some crazy intense stuff, and one of the events happened in a um, uh, theater with um, uh, the band Eagles of Death Metal putting on a performance. Well, of course, you know, in events such as these, you get some pretty big jackasses that decide to completely ignore the reality and try and find all sorts of stupid stuff to um, blame it on. Well, Steven Anderson definitely lived up to that. Basically, I, I, I would go so far as to say he is a titan among stupid jackasses. <laughs> you know what, though? It's just really unexpected. I mean, w- there was going to be some pastor out there that, who, who, who did this. And... Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's the thing about these days, too, when you can get, like, with our information technology that's progressed so far, like, little things like this that before we wouldn't have noticed suddenly becomes, like, a huge thing on the Internet. Right, and half the reason he did it is probably because he knew it would get on the Internet and he could get a bunch of publicity for it. You know, when when has blaming the victims of a terrorist attack ever gone particularly well for the person who did it? Well, I would go back. I, I don't. I don't okay. recall an incident when it actually did go well. We, uh, no, and I don't know that this has gone well for him. Well, well but it's ever amongst his flock. I'm just. I'm asking the question that he should have been asking himself. Okay, which is what was he thinking? Right, but why are they? But go back to why he's blaming the victim. Well, I, I think a big part of it is the fact that they're not Americans. He, he. I mean, he does take a lot of time to to talk about how France. In and of itself is a problem, yeah. but he's but he specifically was talking about the band name, and the yeah. band's no. name and, is. And going to his one of his line is, um, people should think about such things before they go to a wicked concert. Right. So he was going to say it like it was in the form of a uh, of a sermon. <clears throat> when you go to a concert of death metal, somebody might get killed. That's right. You know, you're worshiping death, and then all of a sudden people start. Dying? Well, you love death so much you just bought the ticket. You love worshiping Satan. Well, let's have some of Satan's religion come in and shoot you. I mean, that's what these people think about before they go into such a wicked concert. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. But by the tone of your voice, it did not sound like you had enough brill cream in your hair. <laughs> but, but those are his actual words in his sermon. And it's like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Hey, but I the other thing that I heard about the concert is that they were serving lattes. <laughs> I was just thinking of Pastor Manning. I love that the next line in this article is Anderson, who rarely accepts facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, now, apparently now, this band wasn't actually death metal. Hold on. You've got to you've got to take into account the fact that where this particular line, Anderson, who rarely accepts facts, is written on is an atheist blog. Well, it's Patheos. So it's it is. It's Patheos. Yeah, but yep. it, it, it is maybe a little biased. Oh, it's extremely biased. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> yes, it is absolutely. Yeah, 
But, you know, it's it's one of those things. I'm thinking of, I'm actually thinking kind of a little bit outside the box about what he's saying here about, I actually was thinking about uh, George Carlin talking about being angry at other cars on the road. And, you know, somebody in the lane across the way is an asshole. Somebody in the next lane over from you is pretty much of an asshole. And somebody stopped the light next to you is, this guy's an asshole. He wouldn't be making this much of a fuss about it if it weren't an ocean away. Okay, but the real failure here is, though, the band's name is the Eagles of Death Metal. Right. It's a, it, it's, it's a joke. Yeah. It's a parody band. It's a parody. Well, it's not even, it's not so much a parody band. It's, it's, the, it's like, well, they, were, they were like, what would the Eagles sound like if they were Death Metal? Which, yeah. it, which the guy says is ridiculous. It's a joke. This whole thing, this group, I mean, they play rock and roll, but it's it's 70s, you know, style rock and roll. Their stuff gets used a lot for, you know, for uh, sports ads and stuff like that. So they've got, you know, this great underground following and and they, they, you know, they've got enough media publicity that they do pretty well that, you know, they, they pack the house when they go. But they're not really a death metal fan. And this and this pastor he has no idea. He's saying all of these things not realizing that the band's name is a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and of but, course But you know even the, even if the even if this was death metal or whatever that still wouldn't warrant what he's saying no, here. It, I mean No, it wouldn't. But here's the thing is that that it, that is the that just shows the level of research that he does before he before he gets on his podium and spouts off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says all that dog whistle stuff too, because then he goes on to talk about abortion. Oh yeah, he yeah down. yeah it's like yeah they're they're talking about the, the these people that died, but not the fifty thousand abortions that they had. Uh, apparently, they only had about five hundred babies aborted that day. <laughs> Whatever. Slow day, slow day, slow day, slow day. And the other thing that he talked about was, um, uh, yeah, about the survey that the Pew poll did uh, about how the, how fifty percent of the country didn't think adultery was a problem, but really it was more like fourteen percent didn't think adultery was a problem, and the rest were kind of ambivalent. No, it says twelve yeah. percent of the French and forty percent didn't see adultery as a moral issue. So right. they didn't say it was a problem, but they did, but they didn't think it was a moral issue. Okay, so, but you know, I, I can see where he would say that that was the same thing, even though it's not. I can see where he would want to say it's the well, same sure. Thing. He 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 would want to say the same thing. And, He's an he is an absolutist. Yes, it's his his way or the highway. Well, he is he sees the world in shades of black and white. He would also consider an open marriage uh, adultery. Yes, he would. But but is it because it's it's consenting adults who have decided to live this way but, but it's the adulterous devil. in the eyes of baby jesus sure the the devil made him <laughs> yeah. the devil made him i, I love how they're always bringing baby jesus as though <laughs> uh, terry i'm gonna go out well, on a limb here adult jesus be more qualified to make these kinds of uh oh you guys have got to see talladega nights for the whole baby jesus adult, <laughs> adult jesus thing lying makes baby jesus cry that's one of the lessons <laughs> from the simpsons i remember <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, but Uh-oh. ultimately, he does. He he blames the victim. He spends a whole lot of time blaming yeah. the victim. And, and yet, and he also he calls Islam. Islam is the is the religion of Satan. <laughs> yeah. No. Basically, because they weren't living to his um ideologies, that's why they were in the wrong place at the wrong time and got killed. No yep. good Christian. You know, this would never happen at a good Christian music event. 
Is he pulling the no true Scotsman fallacy on us? It, it, he is a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's he. I mean, he's blaming he's blaming France. I mean, for, he's called France a wicked country the whole time. I mean, they're they're so wicked. Yeah. You know, it. And realistically, I mean, it, it, if that's the case, then we can blame God for the attack. And what an asshole! Yeah. Well, I, that, that's the thing. Um, if, if a lot of what they say is true, then it, you know, okay, if God set this up to happen, then it's not free choice. It's not the crap you keep claiming it is. It's him just being an asshole and pushing everything. Yeah, Satan probably tricked him into it. It's probably a bet. <laughs> right, well, that's where anytime the priesters start trying to make it into something religious, it gets all tricky as to where the blame should fall. Well, it is, it is partly religious, right? Court. I mean, it was Muslims. That, yeah. It was jihadists that did this, right? Yep. Yeah, but nobody can die without God letting it happen. There you go. So he's so. at fault. Yeah. Of course, he doesn't mention um, the other big event was the um, soccer game, wasn't it? That the actual president of France was at the prime minister, whatever he's called there. Well, well, no, well now, the soccer game. Now that that is a sign of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that is actually Satan's preferred sport, and I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna weigh in on that one. <laughs> it's not cockfighting. No, and I ain't talking about chickens. <laughs> I see your sport? Schwartz is as long as mine. <laughs> Brian, is that a sport you're familiar you with? Is it? Uh, no. Oh, we got our Schwartz tangled. <laughs> ah, all right. <laughs> that died. This is dead. I know. Well, the problem with those kinds of articles, too, is, I mean, it like cognitive dissonance is really good about, you know, making the jokes and everything like that. But the problem is, is that it's incredible. It is incredibly serious that, you know, that what the, this guy is saying, it's uh, but yeah. the the best way to or at least in my personal humble opinion, the best mm. way to fight somebody like this is to ridicule them. I because I, he takes himself way too seriously. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. But uh, you know, as, as it is, it is well known that soccer and Quidditch are Satan's preferred sports. <laughs> and Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> I I will bet you money that that he also believes that GMO foods are bad for you. Oh, nice segue. <laughs> so, um, okay, the next article here for tonight is ten studies proving GMOs are harmful. Not if science matters. Um, I've always found the GMO debate interesting because so many of it sounds so absurd, what, what supposedly GMOs can do to you. And I, I've heard people, you know, re reference studies that say the, it will alter your DNA and do all this funky stuff to you. I'm like, that sounds a bit beyond the ability of food. And so this article here looks through 10 studies that proved how harmful D um, GMOs are to you and basically broke it down and said the science is horrible in all of them. Uh, you know, the first one even talks about how, okay, the first one's talking about a certain protein that can be found in fetal blood and somehow trying to link it to GMOs, yet they point out that actually um, you're more likely to get that protein from an organic pesticide, a pesticide commonly used in organic farming. Just the opposite of GMOs. Well, you know, I understand that humans have so much Teflon in their blood just based upon based upon general exposure that 
you know, I'm surprised they have as many cholesterol problems as they do because things should just slip off their veins. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of is that anti-vaccine trope about, oh, there's formaldehyde in the vaccines yeah. and there's all this scary stuff. But the the parts per billion is so insignificant that there's no effect. Well, no, actually, that's not that's not correct, Terry. Uh, actually, you see, might... the, the less formaldehyde there is in something, the more dangerous it is. Mm, homeopathic vaccines, maybe. Yes, exa exactly. I mean, there's like trace amounts of cyanide in apples, right? Right. And yep. uh, apple I, it's it's not cyanide. It's, um, it's arsenic. 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 And arsenic? It's not just, okay. And the the amounts can vary with with apples. And uh, of course, yeah, they 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 look at organic and non-organic or arsenic. And I it. think the or the arsenic is is concentrated in the seeds of the apples. I think that's true too. So they have to test apple juice pretty closely. Yep. So I also like the second one here because I was talking about the DNA thing. I, I've heard this weird thing that um, genetically modified stuff will alter your DNA and stuff. And this one talks about how, yes, um, you will find the DMA, DNA of GMOs in your blood, but you will find the DNA of anything you eat in your blood. It's not affecting your DNA, but it's in there because you're you know, digesting the proteins and stuff and it gets yep. mixed in. You know, that, That's natural. There's nothing wrong with GMO DNA being in your blood. It doesn't mean... It's taking you over, altering you in any way. Has anybody here read the comic um, uh, Corn Boy? No. No. It's uh, it's this story. Um, uh, this uh, this woman um, gets Randy one night and decides to uh, uh, have some fun with a genetically modified ear of corn. <laughs> <laughs> Nine months later, she gives birth to Corn Boy. Wow. What kind of powers does he have? Um, he can communicate with plants, I believe. Okay. Wait a second. Does that mean in Debbie Does Dallas in the Candle 16 that she gave birth to a Candle Boy? Six months, <laughs> nine months later? Was it a genetically Actually, modified candle? Oh, probably not. The hey. candle was probably organic, I'm sure. Dumbass. When I asked what powers he had and you said he could communicate with plants, you should have said, could you rephrase the question, please? <laughs> <laughs> and got it down to what does he do? And then you could say he talks to plants. Oh, OK. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's it's interesting. I, I have problems with the term GMO anyway. Yeah, it's not a good term. It's, really it's, a, it's a very bad term because we've been genetically modifying things for hundreds of years. Yeah, okay, the difference the difference here is, to be fair, the, when they're talking about GMOs, they're specifically targeting stuff that was done in a lab. You're right. A banana is so genetically modified that, number one, the seeds are not are, – are, are sterile and, you know, and can't grow on their own. Of course, that's what sterile means, but uh, – <laughs> Are you going to get rid of your GMO pets, Brian? Uh, well – because no, you've got a you've got a poodle. <laughs> no, we don't. And you've also got a yellow-sided green cheek conure. Yeah, that doesn't exist in nature. Nope. I, I've seen a few um, things. Wait, on... wait. Are you trying to tell me that there aren't wild herds of poodles running about? <laughs> Only in France, and it's a, it's a satanic country. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen some stuff on dogs through the ages, and just how different they are now because of our selective breeding. Of oh yeah, absolutely. You know, the the, the dogs aren't sure. anything like what they were a hundred years ago. Right, but. We, but... They can still mate with with wolves, yeah. though. So, they, so they're yep. realistically there's a there's a, a an interesting debate going on there as to whether or not they're really a different species. 
Yeah. Yeah. But that's a different episode. The, uh, I, I read, I, I read as far as I could into Origin of Species, and there was some absolutely fascinating but incredibly dry stuff on pigeon breeding. Really? Oh, yeah. And were they able to link the studies to genetically modified uh, corn to rat tumors? <laughs> not in that. Not in Darwin's no. book. No. Oh, oh. well, but, what does the uh, article say about that? Know, the uh, I am actually of the opinion, based upon all the different studies in which in which rats come up with cancer in scientific experiments, I'm fairly sure that domesticated rats cause cancer. <laughs> uh, what is it? What does this one say, Ian? Uh, uh, the um, rat tumor one actually says the rats that were used were rats that were genetically um, bred to get tumors easily. So it's kind of hard to um, say, oh, look, this gave the rat a tumor, even though it was predisposed to already grow tumors. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not the the biggest flaw. I mean, like, you, you can do stuff like that, but they didn't even do any proper statistical analysis to see whether uh, these tumors were really yeah. more likely. The other problem that we have a lot of times when we see rat in my studies is that they the um the amounts that they that they're fed are you know yeah. are astronomical compared to what you will actually eat in, you know in your lifetime sometimes oh, yeah. you know we we saw that with like saccharin where saccharin they said saccharin caused you know cancer in in rats but the the amounts in which they fed it to them were no human would ever eat that right yeah. I've remembered another one of Cornboy's powers. Oh, good. He can grow fruit that will cure people of diseases. Okay. All right. I'm okay. Himself? Like um he like he uh, will ejaculate these seeds that will grow into fruit. <laughs> 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 and those fruit will have amazing healing abilities if you eat them. Wow. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> I take it he would be particularly, uh, particularly vulnerable to uh, microwave attacks. However, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, corn All popcorn right. start you know coming out. <laughs> hey Ian, why, why don't you sum up the article because it's cold outside? <laughs> All right, so you're know, really doing good at these crossovers. Tonight. There's some good segues. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, you know, read it. Um, analyze for itself the data they give, but all in all, they're saying that a lot of the propaganda out there, the anti-GMO stuff, has no real scientific basis, and it's a lot of this stuff of um, pushing the boundaries on what these studies could actually tell you. And it, it does a good job of breaking down the, you know, studies went wrong and why it just doesn't work. Did they find, did they find to... any that they were able to conclude that that were actually might be true, or was just every one of them outrageous? The, the ten they went over were outrageous. Okay, all right. Yeah. So how how's the weather outside? Is it cold? I hate this song so much. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> so apparently we we were going to talk about this last year and we didn't, and so we've brought it back around. So we're we're, we're talking about the song "Baby, It's Cold Outside." A rapey little tune. I, I, I actually, I'll, I'll debate uh, the other side on that one here in a moment. But oh, okay. Are you going to be devil's advocate on this? Yes, actually, because of one line in there that tells me exactly what this is. So, this is a song what, that... You're, so, um, you're, you're going to cherry pick one line to determine the, the, well, the meaning of the whole song. Well, because it's cherry picking another line that says it's rapey. <laughs> there, there's, there's two, one line that says it's rapey, one line that can that counters that. Okay. All, all the rest of it doesn't back up one way or the other. Okay, so I, I, this rapey so, little tune was written by Frank uh, Loster. 
Okay, first off, it was written by a husband a husband and wife duo, basically. That, that's where that it started. That doesn't mean it's not rapey. Okay, yes. But th- <laughs> that's the origin of it. A husband and wife sung it as a duo between the two of them. It was, um, And originally, it wasn't supposed to go public or anything. It was their personal song they sung at parties. Then he sold it um, to be in, what was the movie again? I should know this. Uh, ba ba ba. It's, I think it's a Doris Day movie. I think. But, uh, yeah. But Neptune's Daughter. Okay. And it's been used uh, who knows how many times since then. It's one, my, my main problem with it is the fact that it is not even close to being a Christmas song, yet you will hear it like crazy right now this time of the year because somehow it gets put into the mix of Christmas songs. Because and there's it's, nothing Christmassy about it. You can imagine a holiday party or holiday cocktails and these two people are the last two left at this guy's house and... I think yeah. that I think that it's actually very uh, a very good feminist action here because he's he's telling her to stay because it's cold and she she ends up deciding that that she doesn't care about her reputation and so she does end up staying. Well, there's, no, there's another line in there. Okay, the, the, the if you read the um the Wikipedia article I linked to, it talks about being a mouse and wolf kind of song, and it even goes the fact that it's you um in culture it's used both ways. You know, um, sometimes the man's a mouse, sometimes the woman's a mouse. It all depends on how it's being used. So the gender roles are switched quite often with the um, using of this song. In fact, in the um, Neptune's Daughter, it goes both ways. The first time is um, the man being the wolf. The next time it's the um, woman being the wolf. So right off the bat, what got it known for did go both ways, um, gender-wise. Yeah, but it's still prey, predator. And uh, I don't agree with that, actually. And I'll... I'll um, okay, but the line that that comes down to that that makes the song rapey okay, is yeah. is is the line where "What's in this drink?" Say, "What's in this drink?" Right. There you go. But my counter line to that is, no, where is it? Um, at, at least I can say that I tried. Where is that line? I, I want to make sure I'm quoting it correctly. But see, she the mouse role has a line saying, "At least I can say that I tried." Which suggests to me, this is definitely a seduction song. There's no doubt about this. This is a seduction right. she song. She tried but what? She tried to get away from the... That line, no, no. That line well, makes it got. more rapey. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Line, it makes it because suggests, she's saying at least, oh, oh, I, I tried saying, to resist. But yet, oh. If you listen to the essence but of I it... But I succumbed to his rapiness. That, I think in this, both parties were ready from the get-go. That's my impression. She's playing hard to get. That line tells me um, the way it comes off to me is, oh, well, at least I can say that I tried. I, I you know, that way I, I can justify it. Say, oh, you just seduced me. The um, line about the drink to me is her busy playing with him. Say, you know, I'm a good girl. I would never do this. You must have done something to my drink. I, I see this as a playful thing between two people. I, I don't, the initial idea for me in the song is the woman, the mouse role has no intention whatsoever of actually leaving, but she's playing it out just to, um, you know, give that kind of a kink to it. This man is a sexual predator. We need to run it. I think we need to run it. I'll be the I'll be the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be the Ian? Since I'm you're the devil's a... do you want to be the wolf? And you can you can try to do it in a way that's not rapey. <laughs> okay. Hey, I want to be the drink. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been... Been hoping that you'd drop in? So very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like ice. My mother will start to worry. 
Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. So I really, I better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. Put some music on while I pour. The neighbors so, might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight. To break the spell. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. I ought to say, no, 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 sir. Mind if I move closer? At least I'm going to say that I tried. What's the sense in hurting my pride? I really can't stay. Baby, don't hold out. I think we're supposed to say this one together. Oh, but, oh, it's, but cold. it's cold outside. Outside. Ian, uh, let me just cut in here real and ask you. Okay. Were you trying to do this not rapey? Because you did not <laughs> succeed. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm asking, I'm asking. I'm okay, kind of here, nice. here's, but here's, there, there is one, like, of the prob- one of the problems with the song is that it, it, it crosses the boundary of no means no. Totally. Yes. This is well, not but, the end of like the song. I, said, even. I, I still get the impression that it's actually just being playful. Um, you look at well, some if, of her lines. See, see, willingly accept the half a drink more. See, um, I ought to say no, no, no. At least I'm going to say that I try. Basically saying, you know, if anyone asks, I tried to stop you. She doesn't want to try. That's what that line implies to me. But, then, she actually, keep, but then after they both agree that it's cold outside, she says, I simply must go. She's but it's like, a playful I kink. Go. I could see that being a playful kink. You know, and oh, then she I'm, says, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, clearly her lips say no, but her... <laughs> she hasn't walked out the door yet. Her weather says yes. And then there there, so there is asks, a thing, though, isn't there, about uh, women wanting to play hard to get and make the man work to yeah, convince there, them? there's a kink to that. And once more, if you look, that next um, line ends. You know, she's already said, oh, something's in the drink, but she asked for another drink. She asked for a half a drink, and then she's oh, like, a, hey, a what's in this drink? drink? But then she asks for half a drink more later on after that. Oh, she does. Yes. We just not gotten there yet. Right. <laughs> you look through this. Oh, here we go. Maybe just a half a drink more. Yeah. She's being playful. That, that's the impression I get from this. She's being playful and messing with him. And trying to say, oh, I'm really innocent. Ha! Huh, I would never you know, stay with a man like that kind of thing. And, you know, there's a level of kink to that. That, you know, I, I being playful in that regard, you know, builds up the sexual arousal. Well, uh, that that is a thing, isn't it? That um, and, and especially Reluctance if you're talking about yeah, playing hard to get. Uh, uh, that's a well, thing that a lot of women like it when they play hard to get and make the man chase after them and uh, go after them and makes them feel wanted. You know, at, appeal- least, uh, at least a seven a several million dollar per year romance novel industry seems to imply that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this was from when was this song? When it was like the nineteen. 19- uh, 1944. So the mores back then, like a woman staying overnight was at a guy's house was hugely scandalous. I mean, right. But here's the thing. This is this is. Yeah. But but Terry, when you're talking about the mores, you're really just talking about a reflection of the ills of society. (laughs) This is this is kinky. If this is my wife and I role playing a scene in our in our bedroom, this is rapey if it's a first date. Yeah, I'll give you that. But you have you to... seen Dean Martin do it? He's so rapey when he does this song. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Dino, but he's really rapey in this song. People play this at their weddings, too, you guys. You know, you could admit in this song from that sentence, and it still makes sense. What? Which part? The, the, 
you, you she said you've have you seen Dean Martin do this? He's really rapey in this song. I said, you know, you could just omit <laughs> in this song, <laughs> and it still makes sense. Yeah, it's true. It does. <laughs> it was a different time, I guess. Well, kicking arousal to the whole idea of seducing. We're, we're 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 probably overreading into this song. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But once more, it was written by a husband and wife as a playful thing between the two of them. You know, th- that's the actual origin of it. And while there are some lines that go wit rapey, I-, I defend it as being a seduction, a playful seduction song between two people just building up the kink between them. And it could be, but it could also be rapey. Yeah, yeah, it could go either way. And, and but that but uh, that is kind of the beauty of the song when you go to Funny or Die. And and you see people like when they're doing the song. There, there's a there's a great one. The best one, you know, they're they're singing and the and the woman is tied to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, to go home. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I really must go. Please untie me now. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a question, though. I mean, um, it, how do you? It's hard to tell, I guess, like if a woman is just playing hard to get oh. or if she, right? Well, that, you know, yeah. I, I don't usually pay attention to that. I I think that if a woman, <laughs> you know, if a woman has an interest in me, I, I want clear signals. Well, but... no, that this is where we, we come back so, some to women, um... some women do like to play hard to get. But we talked about um, what is her name? Uh, Green. Um, on YouTube. On YouTube's. Oh, uh... God. The Sex Plus, Lacey Green, yes. Lacey Green. Yeah. and she and yeah. she does a whole video about enthusiastic consent. Yeah, and I think that w- w- when we circle back here, that that is extremely important. That 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 enthusiastic consent, and this song doesn't convey that at all. No, yeah. it's so. It's, what, what do you say to women or men who who like to play hard to get? I, I, I just like to be direct. Like if I guess I would just ask. Yeah, but, like but, I'm yeah, getting no, that's, that's kind if, of sidestepping the question, isn't it? Right, uh, but like I'm if, getting mixed signals. So if you're if you're giving mixed signals, and you continue to give mixed signals when somebody tries to be direct, then that's a good time. That's a good point to end the date. Oh, there you go. That's true. Well, and the other thing is, is that if you're playing hard to get, but the but the other person doesn't know it. I, I mean, we're, we're now, now we're, now we've got, there's boundaries. I mean, like yeah. if it was me, well, so like I would take it literally. If somebody said, I've got to go, I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, here, do Yeah, you. exactly. Well, let's get you. Here's, yeah, let's let get me you open home. the door. I'm a very literal person. I'm going to, I'm going to take everything. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you had to go. Let's go. Let's yeah, do it. <laughs> maybe just another drink more though. And then I'd be you like, know. Oh. <laughs> I would probably now, let's let's get away from rapey songs like this and and stick with wholesome classics like Summer Nights from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, there, there is a thing about that. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did she put up a fight? I, I'm wondering. Does that mean did, did she play hard to get? Not like did she put up a fight when you tried to have sex with her? But see, but I'm literal, so I took it that way. Yeah. Like she, yeah. Well, I yeah. like this. Uh, are we moving on to the Ross story where they have the list of? Uh, um, I I added I that talk- one, but I've been looking. I've been looking at some other options too. Yeah, you just you just added this nine yep. songs that are rapier than you realize. Yeah, but unfortunately, the Summer Nights is not on that <laughs> list. I found it on this one here, which I'll just which I'll add now. But I will tell you that uh, I will tell you that that baby that's cold outside. 
made every list that I found. Yes, I'm sure it did. <laughs> well, what about that that song by oh, what's his name? Uh, Blurred lines. Blurred lines. Yeah, that one. That one was made all the lists too. Yeah. Ooh, that and I would say that that is is rapier than baby is cold outside. That's that that is. No, no, it's wait. Is it blurred lines or is it bird lines? It's blur, <laughs> blurred blurred yeah. lines. Tango, you misunderstood that song. I think that I don't know this. So this first song on this list of nine is the Jamie Foxx uh, "Blame It on the Alcohol," and there's a line in there. But she don't want to seem like she's easy. That's it, right? That's that's baby. It's cold outside, right? Yeah. Well, in, yeah, that's, in a, that, that's part of what playing hard to get is about. Yeah, but that's the same thing that's going on with the blurred lines. You know, you, you know, you're a good girl. You know, what is the problem with being easy though? That gets back to the societal bullshit. Yeah, well, there, there we go. We're the, we're, oh, we're back to uh, bullshit. Yeah, we, we're back yeah. to um, slut shaming. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, that, I love. I was I, just going to say, I love the Dave Matthews song "Crash." I don't know Crash, that. Yeah. One, yeah. You no, know the Rod Stewart song. Uh, the every brace you take, I took that one as more stocky than it race, is, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's stocky. It's very stocky. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys listened to? Uh, did any of you listen to Dogma Debate? No. Terry, I used to. I haven't in a long okay. time. Okay. Well, they do that. They do a. Uh, they do. They used to do the country song of the week. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, exactly. Now, now it's just the song, the crazy song of the week, and they'll take a song that like is really popular and everybody's singing, and they'll start breaking down the lines, and it's like, oh, that's awful. Oh, that's bad. I mean, <laughs> it's like, yeah, they they break these these popular songs down. It's like, ooh. Okay, not not so good. Is Crash that rapey? I mean, I, just, I don't know. It's crashing into me. I like it's, it. It's all crashing to me, and I'll crash hike, into you. That sounds. Your, there's a line in there about hike up your skirt a little more, show your world to me. Yeah. That's my yep. favorite line in the song. But what is it not consensual? I, I don't know. I think it is. Yeah, it's got to be non consensual to be rapey. I think. Yeah. Now the uh, George Michael song, which I never really listened to the lyrics that mo- that well on that, but that's mm-hmm. that borders on creepier that gets What's, creepy is that the father figure one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is i will okay, be wait. preacher teacher in in crash it's oh i watch you there uh through the window and i stare at you wearing nothing but but you wear it so well See? tied up and twisted the way i'd like to be uh for you for me come crash into me yeah, it's such a catchy song. I can't not like it. You know what? I I like Dave Matthews though. So. Here, here's the problem: is that ultimately they're just songs, right? And 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 do they and do they say something more about society? I don't know. Probably. They, maybe <laughs> but, they do. <laughs> I want to make love in this club. That sounds like a bad idea to me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you gonna go? Like, <laughs> maybe I don't club. Uh, at the right clubs. Blame it on the goose. Got you feeling loose. <laughs> all right. That's all I want. Sorry. Yeah. Dude, that's my George Michael right there. Oh, yeah. Blurred Lines. Sorry. Oh, Blurred Lines is, <laughs> I don't know. Blurred Lines is blatantly bad. That that one bothered me. <laughs> I know you want it. I know you want it. You're a good girl. Hmm. Oh, and that's <laughs> why I'm going to take a good girl. So you know the good girls want it. They're just, they're just, oh no, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It, the the implication is that you're, she's a good girl, but you're helping her by showing her what she wants. 
I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. So no doesn't mean no. <laughs> no means yes. Sorry. <laughs> means yes. Eat more, and yes you? means anal. Is that what you're? <laughs> no, no means yes. Oh. That's awesome. What's, okay. what's, it, what's the Billy Joel song where he's talking about the, the Catholic girl? Well, now, uh, what is it? now you bring up another one that's a little bit rapey too. Now, hey Virginia, that that come out, come out Virginia, Billy Joel. Yeah, come out Virginia. Don't make me wait. You Catholic girls start much too late. Yes, yeah. Sooner or later, it's going to come down to fate because I might as well be the one. <laughs> because only the good die young. <laughs> well, this one is kind of a verdict. One I know. Um, uh, shut up. And sleep with me, come on, why don't you sleep with me, shut up. And sleep with me, come on, uh-huh, and sleep with me. You guys ever heard that one? I, I have not. I, I know, I've, but heard, I, I've heard shut up and dance with me. Yeah. But. I'm going to try it later, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty much the rapiest song ever, I think. That's just date rape the song. <laughs> date rape yeah. the song? Date rape the musical. Ooh. How about uh, this? U O E N O featuring mm-hmm. future Rick Ross, A dollar sign AP, Rocky, Wiz Khalifa, and Two Chains remix that has the lyrics Put Molly all in her champagne. She ain't even know it. I took her home and I enjoyed it. She ain't even know it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> and um, this Molly dude, is, can I? Molly is, Molly's, Molly it's, it's is ecstasy, ecstasy, right? Yeah. 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 Cause it's not Molly somebody's name. It's, Molly ecstasy. So draw your champagne, take her home, rape her. This and does not look like a gentleman I would enjoy. I don't know. It might be. Maybe it's a victimless crime. <laughs> except for that, there's a victim. Oh yeah, except for that. Yeah, except for that. Yeah. <laughs> so did he take his chains off? At least, like I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I think that we're done. <laughs> Oh, oh. hey! Wait, well, this, is, this isn't rapey. This isn't rapey, but I will never forgive Katy Perry for "Boom, Boom, Boom," even brighter than the moon, moon, moon. <laughs> All right. To, to add to Terry's question, did he take his chains off, or did Mr. T get busted on this one? I don't know. He looks like he's going a little bit for that Mr. T look, doesn't he? He does. He's got a lot. There's a lot going on with that uh, garment <laughs> robe thing that he's wearing. The dead yeah. animal and uh, the chains and the. I mean, I like tattoos, so there's that. He's got that going on. Yep. Okay, we end but this. He's got some. He's got some serious bro tits going on there. <laughs> See, I wasn't going to body shame though. Oh, no. Okay, he's, everybody needs to think of like the creepy rapiest thing that people might say during sex. And that's how we should end this. <laughs> I've, got, I've got mine. Oh, we got to hear this. Okay. Who's your daddy? <laughs> well, it's definitely creepy. I've never it, quite got that. In the I, I, I know. It's creepy. Everything I say is so hot and sexy that there's nothing I say that's creepy. Oh, good. Well, the, <laughs> lay it on us. Right now, the girl I'm seeing would agree with you about me, so. <laughs> well, well, I've got your attention. Have, have you found Jesus in your life? <laughs> oh, that's the worst. That's good. Yeah. No, that's way worse. That's right. 
<laughs> that would take me right out of the moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Oh, I can't. You're awake. What? Oh, <laughs> you're, look, awake. you're awake. <laughs> you're awake. Uh, oh, that's good. Oh. Dragon, what good is morning, yours? sunshine. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like your eggs in the morning? Oh, scrambled or fertilized? I took the liberty of inviting your mother over to cook us breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my gosh. Okay, Okay, listeners, send us yours. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Creepy things to say during sex. Oh man. Probably finishes us. Yeah, I think I think we're done. I I think we're done on that one. I think that is another one in the can right there. (laughs) Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at amateurskeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Cannell. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork the amateur skeptics by sean smith board copyright shadow knight digital portraiture